What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Shut Up. Keep going. The podcast where we explore our internet Internet curiosity. I don't know why we do that. Not our best. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I am Sydney. (laughs) I am Kate. (laughs) Uh, We are the hosts of this podcast. And before we dive into our topic today, which is the smelly history of the color purple um i yeah i did want to say something i forgot what it is now but i did want to say something and now i've completely forgotten so oh that i'm doing a self-rebrand okay uh so i'm doing a self-rebrand and um what that means is that i think i'm going to start introducing myself as sid Oh, I love that. I've been on the precipice of it for a while. Um, and I think that I always, because I like the name Sydney, but I think that it's just like, I kind of, I think I might prefer it when people call me Sid, but I don't know if that's like a, what's it called? Like a skewed sample size. Cause the only people who call me Sid are like my closest and dearest friends and family members. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, when they call me Sid, I'm like, oh, that's really nice. And like, I feel like warm and fuzzy. But then like if every random person calls me Sid, then I don't know. So I don't know. Maybe I'm already rethinking it. <laughs> You're like, I take it back. That didn't last long. I like it. Yeah, Sid. Hi, I'm Sid. But like your Sid's so good. That's like your handle. Yeah. I've and seen. so I guess like people like you guys know me as Sid. I don't know. I, I shouldn't have said anything. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> So I guess we can just get into it. I am going to be completely honest with you. Like the color purple is something that I've had on my list of things to look into for a while now, um, just because I heard that it's like not like the people who did it had bad jobs, basically. And then I looked into it and it like, I don't know, I I wanted it to be more salacious and it just wasn't, but it did bring up some really interesting points. Um, and so, yeah, we can dive into it. Wait, we're talking about the movie? No, the actual color. Okay. <laughs> you mean the color, but that's the one with Whoopi Goldberg, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, there's a lot of drama with that. Wait, what is know. that movie about? Wait, the color purple. I don't know. I th- it's like an isn't Oprah in it? Oprah is in it. Um, it came out in 1985. Oprah was famous in 1985. Yeah, she's been around forever. For some reason, I thought that it was like her like comeuppance was in the early 2000s. I think that's just when you came into consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Okay. Oprah 1986 to 2011 was when her TV program ran. That's Crazy a long, program. wow. That's a long, like. So the color purple is a black Southern woman struggles to find her identity after suffering abuse from her father and others over four decades. Oh, it's really intense. Um, I just knew Whoopi Goldberg was in it. I thought, wasn't this the one that they had playing in, like, California Adventure? No, I thought they, like, made their own movie. Oh. Didn't they? I have vague... In that, like, the... Yeah, I can see the posters. But I thought Whoopi Goldberg was on it. I mean, obviously, she was in a lot of other movies. She was in that movie. 
The only reason I know that was my sister was in this, like, children's chorus that they got hired to, like, lend children's voices to stuff. Yeah. And she was in that movie. Or, like, her voice was in that movie. Was in the Disney one, not the color Mm -hmm. purple. And she got to go to, like, the opening of California Adventure. There's also, wasn't it, like, Blue is the Warmest something? I feel like yeah, that's like a it's like a French queer film, queer right? French movie, <laughs> a little different. <laughs> movies with title or titles of movies with colors in it, but so basically, okay, so purple. What I thought was really interesting here that I didn't do more research in was this idea that like color as a symbol, and mm-hmm. kind of like getting into what. Like, where does that come from? Do you know what I mean? Like, is it just, like, arbitrary that, like, red is lucky in some uh, cultures? And most specifically was, like, why is purple associated with, like, luxury and royalty? Because it just felt very random to me. And I feel like, and I'm sorry if people who are listening are big purple people, but there's this kind of this, like, running joke um that people who like the color purple are like really obsessed with the color purple like they fucking love purple <laughs> which i think is so my, funny my i have this, such a vivid memory of my friend from elementary school she was like obsessed with purple and her mom did the coolest thing i've ever heard which was like she went away for like a winter camp for like a weekend and her mom redid her whole room mm-hmm. and the theme was purple and it was just like the color purple threw up in the entire room but i thought it was sick at the time but yeah. now i'm like how could you possibly get any rest in room that, <laughs> purple that color? seems kind of relaxing like if you had to have a room that was going to be all one color blue blue yeah but i'm saying purple doesn't seem that bad no it's true it's true i had a room that was pink like bright pink not hot pink but like a very bright hard on your eyes pink a mm-hmm. bright orange and then like a almost like the color of the red on this background it was... i remember the orange i feel like oh yeah it was in high school yeah. it was just it was a lot it was a lot yeah, I feel like purple is an old woman's favorite color. Like, it, I feel like it's kind of come to pass that, like, the older generation really likes the color purple. Yeah. I don't know. But basically, I was like, why is purple so highly regarded as this thing? Um, And it comes down to rarity and it being hard to make. And um, it's yes. just, it's so interesting, though, because... This is something else that I guess we could talk to before we get into it, but um, the workers who made the dye in the Roman Meridian, uh, Mediterranean were often viewed as lowly, which I think is so interesting because it was something that, I don't know that it necessarily took a lot of skill, but it did, it was like a very like laborious, is that a word? Like laborious. Like it was a very yeah. like laborious task to to create this specific shade of purple. And um I don't know. So it's interesting to me that there wouldn't be more respect or recognition for the people who are actually making it. Yeah. It also seems like kind of checks out like when you think of like diamonds and like the blood diamond and people just like don't care about the people who are actually going and getting it. For, you know what I mean? So it's like 
Yeah, but I guess guess, to make die to mean two. Not that. No, I take those back. Wait, go. The original thought was that, like, to make a dye color, like, that's actually pretty skilled labor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that, like, people just, like, didn't give a fuck about the people who were <laughs> who were making it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and which we'll get into, but even during the later Roman Empire, the workers who were making, like, the dye makers were even subject to state control. So they really just were not seen as like the same status of the products which i just think is so interesting do you know what i mean like i've never really thought about it that hard but it's just it's interesting to me that people who produce and are behind kind of like these status these products that are equated to high status aren't also equated to the same status as um as the products themselves yeah um okay the hierarchy of color is to advertise status to others so a lot of shades of purple to choose from and the purpose was you know to mark your high taste and high value within society and the most prized and expensive dye was something called tight how do you say tire the city of tire t-y-r-e is it tire or tear do you know I just feel like you know history. Let me see. I don't know. Where is the city? It's an ancient city in the Roman Empire. I don't know. <laughs> I only know the hits. <laughs> um. Okay. Oh, free pronunciation. Let's all learn together. What is it? Here. Tire. Tire. It's tire, like the wheels on a car. Or the tires on a car, round rather. Round and round. Um, so the most prized and expensive dye was something called Tyrian purple. Tyrian. I'm going to guess it's Tyrian purple because it came from the city of Tyre is kind of where it got famous and it's named after that city. Um, but it came from something called Murex snails. And Mm -hmm. when I went to look up, uh, snails here, let me see if I can, if I can show you what i found i've never had this happen on google image very interesting um let me pull it up uh i don't know why isn't it coming up oh my gosh why isn't this working (laughs) you guys i was trying to be all fancy and show you pictures but it's not working it was working last week it was working last week here maybe i'll just like try a new one window capture window capture Uh... yeah it just like really doesn't like this program i guess i mean here We'll just bear with me, everybody. Display capture. We're just gonna. Woo. Whoa! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> We're in the void. <laughs> oh man. Okay. We're working through it, everybody. So basically, all of this to show you that when I tried to uh, 
when I tried to look up those snails, Google Images literally only came up with these six images for some reason. I don't know. Okay. I've literally never had that happen. So I guess we don't know what that looks like. You just like discover some conspiracy. Yeah, I don't know. But um, anyways, so they, they, it was made that Tyrian purple was made from these snails. And apparently they smelled super bad, like so bad. The article that I was reading called it like a rotting shellfish smell. Nice. Um, and it says, quote, rather unpleasant smell of the murex concolium. One of the marine gastropods used to produce the purple, um, like the purplish red dye, and that it contained hypobranchial glands and the secretions could be used to turn fabrics shades of purple. Um, Pliny and Aristotle. No, go No, go ahead. Go ahead. I just had two comments. Give them to me. One, secretion has to be one of the worst words. Do you agree? I like the word secretion. <laughs> it well, it's one of those words that's like I hate it, but I love it. Like it's not like I feel like moist, which I think was blown out of proportion. But remember when it was like yeah, really like in vogue to hate the word moist? Yeah. Like that's me. I feel like moist, there's something about like the phonetics of it that I don't like. But with secretion, it feels like it's like you know when something's so gross but you can't look away? No, that's no, what that feels like. Is I'm like, like pimple popping. Yeah, it's like pimple popping energy. No, it totally Second, does. How did they? How did these snails create purple? Like, did they smash them up? <laughs> or like, how, so how does that we're work? gonna. So it says Pliny and Aristotle note that it wasn't until the snails died that it was secreted. So I think, so that's, I think why it smelled so bad is because they would basically have to either like kill these snails. There wasn't a whole lot of information about it, which I thought was a bummer, but that about the process, but that they basically have to like kill these snails or wait for them to die. And then upon death, you know how once we die, this is how I imagined it. They say that you like shit yourself. Yeah. I think that the snails like secrete themselves and what they secrete is what like makes that purple color it's like a purpley yeah. red you could kind of see that it honestly it's like very symbolic oh, wait, don't for look at the that. creative process <laughs> am i wrong no you're right i've been in such a creative rut dude my stream knows all about it i've been talking to him about it a lot but maybe you need to go get some snails and smash them to create the royal color i think that would just make me sad honestly so <laughs> this like this color is that like Tyrian, Tyrian purple, where it's like it a like, red like purple. The color of like organs. <laughs> I wonder what color our organs are. Are they that color? I don't know. Like when they're that's in your what body. I imagine them being. Yeah, I feel like when I think not. of like a sack of like stomach, I feel like I see it being that color. Yeah. Huh. Well. Uh, now we have an idea of kind of what that looks like. The ty I hate that I keep having to say the word too. Tyrian, Tyrian purple. Um, but yeah, so my idea. Oh, wait, T-Y-R-E? T-Y-R-E, tire, yeah. I don't know why that didn't, yeah, tire. Or 
teary. I I'm not answering, but I just recognized it. <laughs> um, so anyway, we'll slow this today. The um so this to make the pigment pigment it says they would lay out thousands of rotting shellfish in purple dye workshops thousands so it says early 20th century experimentations tried to recreate the purple dye and concluded that 8,000 mollusks made a single gram of the substance wow so that's like 8,000 and the thing is it's like 8,000 of them not just like slithering around or like scooting around or whatever they do it's like 8,000 of them like rotting so just like imagine what that smells like they not just like eviscerate this seer, this like species of snail. I mean, probably that's probably why I can't find any pictures of it. I wonder if they're extinct. Let me check. Probably. I, I don't know. Okay, wait. I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's like a. Murex sea snail. Is Murex sea snail extinct? Oh, wait. I found a picture of their skeleton. Whoa. That's the shell. That's like hardcore. <laughs> no wonder they needed 8,000 of them to make a gram. They seem really small. Yeah, they're small. like teeny. Here, let's see. Whoa. I think they are. It says Aristotle used to because it, it talks about their fossil records. Species, I don't know. I guess it just depends on like what. Basically, it's to be decided on whether or not the specific type of snail is out of commission or not. Okay. Um, it, but. Yeah, so purple dye production was, like, a lot of hard work. There was a lot of manual labor to harvest it. I mean, I'm sure they probably had to go out and catch these snails. It's not like they were just super easily found, and then you had to wait for them to die or kill them or whatever method you were using. But it's not like you could smash them because you need them to secrete the liquid. So it just seems like a lot of work. <laughs> I don't know. And um, the Tyrian purple, which, again, was named after the city of Tyre, kept it kept its smell even after it was made into the garment so it wasn't just that like the workshops were smelly but basically everyone who had all of this like really pure um i mean not pure but you know this like high status garment would would smell like rotting shellfish wait what <laughs> You don't think that would be like, okay, honestly, like, let's just find another color that's, like, less stinky. <laughs> like, I don't understand. No, they wanted the stinky shit. And um, it kind of said that they liked that it was stinky because, um, and there's no confirmation of it, but the article I was reading said that it there's evidence that leads people to believe that the smell was a huge part of the prestige actually because then romans could detect the use of imitation purple based solely on the smell so like you knew it was authentic if it was like super stinky that's insane <laughs> that's like next level like pettiness <laughs> well and i, feel I don't like, even know and you tell me but i feel like at the time like it's not like people were showering a lot do you know what i mean like i feel like 
yeah it's not like there was super great hygiene anyways and so you're like adding this extra layer of odor to everything yeah that okay sometimes i just think about the fact that people were so stinky and i get like like i want to gag to think about like a day-to-day life of just like pure stinkiness Oh, totally. Well, and I feel like when I think of like the olden days or whatever, for the most part, it feels like they're like really high class or even if they're not like in a high caste system, it just feels like they are. I don't know. I think I like look back on the past. Yeah, refined. That's a perfect word for it. And it's like really funny to think about them being, I guess they could be refined, but think about them like also just smelling. Just being so stinky. So stinky. Like, how did anyone, oh. like, have sex? I was just <laughs> thinking that. It would oh be my so God. gross. You would, like, taste people's, like, unbrushed breath. Like, think about, like... I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> imagine going... Oh, my gosh. Imagine, like, two things. There's two scenarios. One is imagine, like, going down on somebody who is... <laughs> And then imagine the stress. You wouldn't even be able to enjoy yourself if somebody was, like, down in your area. because You're you're like, like, no. (laughs) I was taking a shower in five years. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, getting sweaty thinking about it. (laughs) I mean, I guess you could, like, go down to the ocean and, like, kind of, you know, wash up a little bit. You couldn't use soap, but... Yeah, it's really gnarly. Ooh, Very gnarly. Or like your stuff. armpits. Like basically any like fold of the skin would just like collect. Yeah, I mean it just must have smelled terrible. The I couldn't even the people's breath would just be the worst possible situation. I can't cuz I I feel like and something that I've noticed is I have a really sensitive nose. It's like a mm-hmm, new, I don't know what happened. I used to have like a somewhat sensitive nose and now I feel like I've like really evolved and everything like we just got, I bought a bunch of pillows from Target and dude, they smell. I mean, they don't smell super yeah. strongly, but they have a scent to it. And I keep asking Alex, like, are you sure this doesn't smell bad? Like it has a scent, right? He's like, I literally do not smell anything on this thing. And it's like, What? I don't know. Like yeah, I, no. I always well, I have a really sense. intense sense of smell. It's yeah. actually kind of a curse sometimes. No, I, I feel agree. Like I can't fully enjoy life because it just everything is stinky to me. But theoretically, that means that we like taste our food more intensely. That's true. So we should become Trade. chefs. So we should become chefs. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Who can okay. say? But so basically, the Roman Empire was really stinky, and it's even stinkier than we thought because they're all all the like rich people are walking around with these like super stinky garments that smell like exponential levels of uh, mollusks, of rotting mollusks. So when do they stop doing that? Um, I that's a great question. Um, basically it. It said that uh, eventually, like during the late Roman Empire, the laws were changed and it restricted the wearing of purple to only the imperial family. Um, And so because Mm. of that, the purple dye workers became a labor caste and that part was hereditary. It was overseen by the state. And so I'm assuming like the fall of the Roman Empire also saw like saw that this practice disappear. The color purple was 
considered royal only because it was so hard to make with these stinky shells. <laughs> like, <laughs> or I'm is laughing. it like an arbitrary connection or like... So I'm laughing for a few reasons. I think, yes, it was very expensive to get your hands on as well. And I think it was expensive due to how difficult it was to make and harvest. Um, and that because of the scarcity, it, there was like an associated scarcity. Oh, that's the word. Sc scarcity and <laughs> scarcity. That was a word that like months ago you said scarce, and I was like, <laughs> what is? <laughs> there has to be an alternate. You know how like it's like tomato tomato. There's no way. Is scarcity no, no really one not says a word? Scarce. Scarcity? No it's supposed to be scarcity? Yeah. What did I say? Scarcity? Scarcity. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Uh, but because of the scarcity, it, um, it, I would imagine, like, basically there wasn't like a line in any research that I was doing that was like, because it was hard to make, that's why people associated with wealth and luxury. But I would kind of, you know, editorialize a little bit um, and say, that's probably why. Okay. Yeah. You know, if like, there's definitely no poor people wearing this because they can't afford it. Um, and so only the high class wore it and then the fact that during the late Roman Empire, they literally changed the laws to say, like, only the imperial family can wear this um, because it's so rare. And then you, I guess, would know if somebody's royal if they smell like shit. I like the idea of someone wanting to be royal. So they, like, go and collect all these snails. They smash them. They, they smell like shit. They're like, ooh, I'm royal. And then they just get beat up for, like, being stinky. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so there is this funny oh, quote goodness. that says, uh, the Roman poet Marshall even mentions, um, Philanus. His name is Marshall. <laughs> well, it's spelled M-A-R-T-I-A-L. That would be Marshall, right? I can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, even mentions Philanus, who liked wearing the luxurious textiles for its smell. He didn't even like the color. He just liked that it smelled. Okay. Which is gross. Freak. Um, Freaking the sheets. And then the poet also had this list of bad smelling things that he'd rather smell like than this woman named Bassa. So he was basically just like calling Bassa out. But in the list was fleece twice dipped in Tyrian purple which was you know a very effective insult but if you want to know the rest of the list um so that you can kind of get the i don't know i guess get the level of how bad this stuff smells mm -hmm. is um sulfurous waters a fish pond an amorous goat the old shoes of a veteran soldier uh the breath of someone who had been fasting ointment oh <laughs> <laughs> ointment made from sabine oil um, and then the fleece twice dipped in Tyrian, Tyrian purple. Oh. So I think I've told this story before on this podcast, but just it, I'm so embarrassed for the person and it just makes me laugh every time, which is that I was, my ex-boyfriend, um, he didn't like showering. 
like it was kind of like this like leftover you know how kids when you're a kid for some reason like you don't want to shower and so your parents are like it's shower time and you're like no i'm not going like i don't want to um and i feel like he kind of had that attitude for some reason and just like didn't really shower that often and my dad finally like pulled my dad did not tell me that he was going to do this he like pulled him aside and was like listen man like you smell so bad and like you need to like step it up i mean i'm sure he thanks your dad every day I mean, I don't know. I would be pretty, like, how bad do you have to smell that your girlfriend's dad, like, tells you, like, you're too stinky? Do you remember, like, did you have, like, a stinky kid in your middle school? (laughs) There's, like, the one stinky kid. Why did that happen? I mean, okay, obviously there's, like, a really sad element as if, like, their home life was just, like, really bad and they weren't able to, you know, for whatever reason keep up on their hygiene but let's just live in a world where that's not the case because i also think that it's like when you're going through puberty and again like people aren't really you don't understand like the necessity for deodorant or for just like hygiene in general because i feel like when you're a kid you don't really smell it's like once you hit puberty right i know isn't that crazy well the kids are like very clean or something they are clean smelling at least yeah um but i remember i remember two things okay so one is i remember the distinct day so my mom being a parent seems hard because like once your kid hits that age where you're like oh shit they stink like we need to like introduce i remember my mom was like you need to wear deodorant like you're sweating now from your armpits and like it smells bad and so you need to just like help yourself let me like help me help you right And so she gave me this stick of deodorant and I remember just like not taking it seriously. And I was like, what? Like, I've literally never had to wear this. Why is this a problem now? And um, I was at Disneyland and I was wearing a pink Abercrombie t-shirt. And remember, they were like, you know, they were like tight-ish. And um, it was a form-fitting t-shirt. And I just remember it was a hot day and I went to the bathroom, was washing my hands and I had this sweat stain. (laughs) That literally, can you guys see that? It literally was like on my breast like it was like so gross and i remember i was just like (gasps) and i i like ran over to the to the where the toilet stalls were and i was like grabbing a bunch of um toilet paper trying to like dab it out but like dude it was the damage had been done and after that i was like i get it now i need to and i'm sure i smelled bad i need to start wearing deodorant yeah my mom told me early I think even before puberty that I smelled like a band-aid which was probably one of the most traumatizing things I've ever been told like a band-aid I have no idea what that means I couldn't tell if that was a bad thing or a good thing I assumed she meant it as a bad thing but ever since then I feel like that inspired my intense because I was like really triggered by that and I'm terrified of smelling bad I but it's like what, is, what have is, we is talked about that before? Smell is it like plasticky? I think I probably told you. I that guess before. it. Well, no, no, no. I was gonna say about like the intense fear of smelling. But wait a second. Let's go back to this band aid thing. I feel yeah. like though there's so many different types of band aids. There's like the cloth band aids, which I think are like the premium. Like those are like the primo band aids. Yeah. And then yeah. there's like the the cheap band aids that are almost like plastic. Yeah. Like, it's not... Does she mean, like, a band-aid? 
example, like, because I, I know, I, I know for a fact that it's a bad thing. She wouldn't say like, oh, you smell like a Band-Aid. <laughs> Love it. But it's just such a weird smell. But they do have a distinctive smell, I have to say. Well, I can smell it. I can't. I can't smell it in my mind. I feel like, so here's the thing with the Band-Aid thing. Is, does she mean like it's a Band-Aid that has been like housing a wound? Do you know what I mean? She she did not specify. (laughs) And I remember I asked her, I was like, what does that mean? She was like, I don't know. You just smell like a Band-Aid to me. (laughs) I miss Ellen. Um, Because like, if it's like soaked up kind of like your like pus and secretions, then it... (laughs) Then it probably smells pretty bad. Yeah, I I just I can't think of what a band-aid smells like. I'll bring some over next time <laughs> and you can smell them. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Um the other thing that I thought was really interesting was that um there was <laughs> there's this um trait, I guess that's very common in Koreans that they don't have bo and it's like a genetic it's technically uh what's that called not deformity but like where your genetics are what's that what's the word not deformity it's like a where it's different it's like a i know i know the word it's It's on the tip tip of my tongue tongue. yeah it's like where it's not the it's not the recessive trait recessive trait mutation mutation it's a genetic mutation that is most commonly found in uh, people who are Korean that actually just makes their sweat not smell. Isn't that interesting? Oh my god. Caleb doesn't have BO at all. Like maybe, at all. Maybe he has that mutation. Isn't that crazy? Like not at all? So like if you no. sniffed him, he wouldn't smell like anything. Well, he smells, he has a scent. Like he, because he, he's a body. But like he doesn't wear deodorant, and when he he doesn't get sweaty, like that. But like, does he not? But I think those runs. are two different things. Does he not get sweaty, or does he not smell once he sweats? Both, I want to say, because I didn't believe him. <laughs> this is kind of gross. But one time he came back from a run, and I smelled him because I didn't believe it. And he was not only not sweaty under the armpits, but he did not smell. Well, but I think is it like if he was sweaty, would he smell? Because I feel like if there's not an instance where he gets sweaty, then you don't know if it's because he doesn't sweat or he, he was sweaty, but not in his armpits, but elsewhere. Interesting. Yeah, isn't that weird? That is weird. Is he like a mutant? Probably. I, I guess. Is it weird? I don't want to like out myself as somebody who likes stinky people, but I feel like, but I guess that's pheromones, right? <laughs> after, yeah. after saying that, like, my one of my <laughs> like had to get a talking to about his showering habits no but i feel like it's like like you know that like must oh no i mean, i'm totally with you i sometimes it's great. like kind of nice like not excessive I, but when it's a little bit like i love the smell of like musty books or like under a deck <laughs> <sighs> I don't, I don't like think I've ever wood. been under a deck. Oh, like what wood I could get down with. I was talking yeah. about people, though. <laughs> but like that smell on people. I feel like sometimes people have that smell. 
okay that's making me feel a little bit better about it i feel really gross that i'm like ooh, i love my husband's musty smell <laughs> like his musty do you know the stank. smell of like it's always people that are like really big into like like granola-esque like health food stores and those type of people always have this one specific do i smell really like that smell you don't have that no it's like can you tell me if I ever develop it? No, I would tell you if you had it. You don't have it, but someone that came to the party had it, and I knew <laughs> I've known people throughout my life that have had the smell. And it stank and I up your know... entire apartment. Well, it's not necessarily bad. It's just very distinctive. Mm. And I want to know what it is. I think it must be like they all use the same kind of like hippy dippy soap or something. Do they use miracle soap? That's what I use. It's it's used it's like blessed by like a shaman. <laughs> that's not why I use it. That just happens to be like an added bonus. Oh, that's I mean, that's nice. It's really I don't know, my mom started using it when I was in college and or in high school and I just like kept with it. But it says miracle, it's called Miracle 2 actually. Um it says Miracle 2 products soothe the mind, body, and the spirit. The contents are all natural and the results are inspirational. And then on the website, on. here, I'm going to send you the website just because I feel like you should, you deserve to know. On the website, it says from uh, Clayton Ted. Oh, wait, I can just show you guys. Um, on the website, so this like Clayton, oh, oops, whatever. It says Clayton comma, God's faithful servant. The formula for Miracle 2 was given to me in 1980. It was perfected then and it's not changed since. You will never read new and improved on a bottle of Miracle 2 products. So this is the soap okay. that I, uh, that I... Is this like a, like a secret, like, cult thing? I don't know. The aesthetic of that? It totally does, it does but... <laughs> It's like, I guess I've never gone to the website. It says Miracle, I buy them off Amazon, um, but it says Miracle 2 products have emerged from Clayton Teddington's divine inspiration over the past. This is kind of weird. Why do I use this? It's really good soap, <laughs> but it came from his divine inspiration over the past two decades. Each product is miraculous in its own way. Thousands of satisfied users have discovered a multitude of uses. Miracle 2 products are made from natural minerals, sea salt, and cold-pressed virgin oils. Miracle 2 products are all natural, non-toxic, and biodegradable. We add no fragrances, colors, agents, or perfumes. Learn about all our products from the amazing Miracle 2 soaps, moisturizers, gel, and our pH-balancing neutralizer. I didn't know that they had a skin moisturizer. You gotta get on that yeah fuck look you get a one gallon for 150 uh that's 50 dollars off i actually didn't know you could like order directly from them i think i'm gonna start doing that this is the soap I oh use. yeah but then actually the moisturizing soap is even better because it has some of the moisturizer in it oh i didn't know fuck you get like a gallon of it Hell oh yeah. that's what i do i get a gallon and then i just refill <gasps> the bottle you were joking <laughs> 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 just, um... so um the person that said they love the smell of cigarette smoke i have to agree wholeheartedly that i love that smell and i know that's really it makes me i think it smells so good it makes me i think i can't objectively critique the scent because smoke makes me get really like yeah like i don't feel well 
Yeah, it might be because I like dated a smoker. Mm. Several because I went to art school, but <laughs> I don't know. I think it smells good. The weirdest smell I have to say that I've discovered in this short life is when someone is smoking a cigarette at a bonfire. The mix of those two smokes smells awful, and I oh, don't awful. know why. I don't no, know. Yeah, I've it smells really bad. Had because I love scent. the smell of bonfire. I love the smell of bonfire, and I, I also like the smell of cigarette smoke. But when they interact, like I don't know if it's like something. Cause like the cigarette smoke is chemical or something, but it smells like, like almost sweet, but like not good. Interesting. I like Anyways. the smell. I don't drink coffee, but I really like the smell of coffee. Like love fresh mean. brewed coffee. Like I mm, love that smell. There's nothing better. I also, better. there's this scent of like mildew that reminds me of college. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, that was like a short little, I'm glad we went on that tangent okay. because I just, I was really expecting there to be more information on this and there really just fucking wasn't. Um, well, but I mean, I guess good to know. That's Tyrian, uh, purple. That makes me now like really not into purple whatsoever. Not that I was, that I think smells. actually purple is probably my least favorite color. Yeah, be honest. Um, I used to really like purple. I think because growing up, like, color was a lot more gendered. It still kind of is now, but I think that veil has been lifted quite a bit in our lifetime. Yeah. Um, but I feel like you kind of have to like either pink or purple. And I feel like I, I didn't, it didn't resonate with me to be, like, a girly girl when I was a kid. And so I was kind of just like, oh, well, then I guess that means I have to like purple. So I, I said yeah. I liked purple, but it was, like, fine to me. I do really like, like, a nice, like really really muted lavender oh same love that and even a loud purple though for me is not, like... yeah loud purple i'm not really into i like like a deep like merlot purple is that considered purple mm. like that like so. deep purple i like that um yeah my quilt has purple on it i'm saying that and i'm looking over Duh. Yeah, I guess my room is very pink, coincidentally, of me saying that I just wasn't into pink. But yeah, I don't know. I liked purple for one period, period of time. You know that like old woman association called the Red Hat Society? Yes! They always, well, besides the Red's hat, they always wear that color purple. Purple, yeah. That for me, has to be the worst <laughs> shade of purple. I wrote that down. I'm going to do the Red Hat Society as a topic. Yeah, you because should. Because they're so you confusing. Should. And they're all I over know. your Belinda. I don't think I've ever seen more Red Hats ever. Have you guys seen, is this a, a nationwide phenomena? I think it is. I Here, I'm going to do like a quick Google because I'm, I won't do it if it's like only for okay it's in the united states yeah no because i was in reno one time and i went to a red hat society thrift shop that oh. was all those colors and it was really disturbing <laughs> to me those were like my least favorite colors <laughs> i like red sometimes i think i i overestimated how much i liked red so when i first started working like in front of the camera my issue was that i mostly was just like before my wardrobe was pretty much just black and white like I wore a lot of yeah. white t-shirts and then they were like, you can't wear white in camera. And so I was like, okay, well I need a color. And so I just started buying a lot of red things. And then recently I started going through my closet and I was like, I don't think I like red that much. Like I do like red, but sometimes it's like. Yeah. I went through a red. I had like a 
Oh my god, Ernie just like emerged from under the bed and looks so freaked out. Wait, look at this little. something I don't. Look at this little. Guy. I know. Ernie. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, um. But yeah, red. Okay. I like red. Anyways, so that's this week's episode. Sorry that that was really short, um, but hopefully you learned something. And I don't know if you have any information to let us know whether or not those snails are extinct. That'd be let that'd us be know. helpful. Let us know. <laughs> right in. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, full image guide will be posted on Shut Up, Keep Going on Instagram. Again, this was if you want to watch the video component. Uh, this will be on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Shut Up, Keep Going. New episodes every Friday. And... Um, yeah. Thanks. <laughs>